0: Welcome everyone
1: to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast series. I am Mariah Mohammed, writer and moderator with Becker's Healthcare. And I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me today Mac Davis, Vice President of Digital Products and Data at Belong Health. How are you today?
2: Doing great, Mariah. Thanks for having me on today.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, to begin, would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background?
2: Yeah. Um, I think the the thing that gets me excited to get out of bed every day at Belong is building products and businesses that positively impact people. And um, I was an early employee at Belong and I'm currently responsible for ensuring that the tools we have allow us to scale and create efficiencies within our health plan and provider partnerships. I think a, a key component of that is Really making sure that our data is built to support the use cases we have today, and set us up to easily execute on the use cases we, we we're gonna we're gonna have tomorrow. Um, prior to belong, I was similarly focused on building solutions in business units that supported the delivery of high value care and new care models in the U.S. and Middle East.
1: Wonderful, thank you so much for that introduction. Um, for you right now. Is there anything that is making you excited about anything you're doing in your career or anything you're doing with Belong Health?
2: Yeah, I think right now the thing I'm most excited about is that there's a lot of momentum in the market around how different stakeholders across the healthcare ecosystem are looking to stretch the boundaries of their traditional responsibilities. Um, And this is driving a significant increase in the coordination. And a more complete accountability um, to members and patients as some of the cracks that they've felt between in in prior iterations um, are are being filled by that expansion. And at Belong, I think we're contributing to this trend of increased scope as um, it's really core to the way we've set up our business model. Uh, We take full risk on launching uh, new health plan products and develop really deep partnerships. Uh, with our partner plans and, and provider organizations, and in many cases, uh, are even white labeling a lot of our staff or products in order to make sure that members have a more seamless experience. And I think that's just one of the many ways that we're looking to do that. Um, in the market in general, I think you, you even see some organizations that are uh, kind of crossing that provider payer boundary and have greater integration there. And I think in, in a lot of our ACO work, you can see how we're very tightly close knit with the providers and, and driving great outcomes. From a more tactical level, I think it's really about uh, how do we take that and, and make sure that we are driving a, 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 a greater level of accountability to our members and an increased scope of, of, of responsibility our staff and the systems that allow us to provide that more local human-centered experience as we're continuing to grow Um, and so like an app we don't we generally don't think an app is going to fix healthcare um, for people that barely like to use their phones or can't afford a a consistent use or have comprehension challenges Um, but human interactions can and so a lot of what I'm excited about is how do I help scale human interaction for complex populations that uh, frankly have have probably not had the attention that that they've
1: had before. Got it, got it. Thank you so much for that insight. It sounds like a great path. You and Belong Health is traveling down right now. Um, On the flip side, are there any issues or challenges you're spending most of your time on today?
2: Uh, Yes, I, I think there's, there's a variety of, of things. I think right now uh, we're, we're scaling our business. So um, our, we've kind of got two main challenges. The, the first is, again, how do we figure out how to main, maintain the high quality service we have today uh, without dampening our approach as we grow? Um, and then I think this is uh, the, this, our second challenge, is one that I think a lot of your listeners who've worked at, at Startup Health Plans. Uh, know very intimately which is there's a challenge to intelligently scale such a high volume of unique functional areas that you need to have a high performing health plan all at the same time when you're having this massive growth and so I think we've we've learned from the others before us and I think have a unique perspective on how we're attempting to focus uh, our attention on the areas that are really going to be meaningful to the people we're looking to serve um, and so I think that, like with those two kind of challenges in mind, um, our tactical implementations, uh, I think at least in in my world, I'm focused really on kind of three core pieces. The first being how uh, our products start to solve problems and let our our human workforce work more efficiently, um, both explicitly on our provider engagement side and how we scale really meaningful engagements uh, with provider groups with focused and actionable intelligence, and then on the other side is is how we help our care team become more efficient and make sure they're focusing on the right items for the right members. Um, and we're using a variety of tools to do that. Um, I think right now everyone uh, talks about AI, but AI is a tactic, not strategy. Um, and so our goal is to figure out how we use AI to to maybe take some of the work um, off of our teams that is more administratively based and where, frankly, their time is best sit, sitting in front of a member and working to convince them or using behavioral economics to try to help influence their decision-making to get to the best outcome for them um, and helping to understand what uh, their real challenges are, Where An analytic model oftentimes falls short because the data is incomplete. It's old and out of date, or frankly, it's a it's just a blind spot in the way that the models were developed in the first place. Um, And so really it's we're putting our our teams are 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 the pilots, and we're making ai a co-pilot to help make them more efficient Um, that second piece on provider engagement is really helping us to say, how do we help our providers drive um, towards the next best action for the population that they're looking to serve uh, with us. And a lot of times I think organizations historically have looked at how do I create engagement with a provider group and uh, we're going to talk about uh we're going to talk about these quality measures and this risk and these open gaps and that's really important but even providers have providers only have so much time with with members and they can only run so many uh interact they can only run so many initiatives at one time and so how do we focus those providers attention on the things that are going to have the greatest impact for our members Uh, And sometimes uh, I think there's a big focus on 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 compliant risk adjustment and documentation or closing quality gaps. But sometimes we know the thing that's going to be most impactful for that member is uh, making sure that like getting a check in on how a social service is working with them and getting that information back to us if 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 they're the next contact or making sure that there's a more streamlined approach uh, to access the primary care providers in the office, or frankly, just getting, making sure that we're focused on the simple things like um, having very high rates of annual wellness visits for um, members who frankly have not had a history of completing annual wellness visits in the past. Um, And so some of the, a lot of those are are driving, I think great outcomes for us and it's uh, moving. I think our, our provider partners are excited to, to be focused on things that they think matter um, in their world and in our world and, and that we can try to value the same things because we're all aligned around the same, same incentives. So that's, that's like the uh, two kind of big items on, on efficiency and how we're interacting with people. But I think the other side of, of, of my role is making sure that our data foundation is really set up uh, to run our business. And I think anyone that works with data or is in business and healthcare knows that healthcare data lags, right? Um, whether it's EMR data or whether it's claims data, um, things happen. The data follows typically activity, and you try to use that data to maybe predict things in the future and get ahead of it. But in general, data um, and the actions taken in healthcare are are lagging. And particularly as you're building a business in health insurance, you do have to rely on claims data a little bit more. And so as we're growing our membership and our experience, um, we have certain needs that we know of today, but we also have needs in the future. And so it's very important that um, not just our business owners are thinking about uh, the problems that need to be solved, but that we have data literate um, folks working in data governance and other areas who can set up our data infrastructure to answer the questions that are going to come up as we grow. And that takes some operational acumen and experience and understanding and desire to learn more from our operational stakeholders, uh, what the problems are going to be so that we can set the foundation today. Um, I think in healthcare, we often have challenges where we think about a great solution to something only to realize that the foundation we need to execute on it and the data doesn't exist. And uh, like two years ago, this was a common problem in social determinants of health. Everyone was building their analytic and data foundation to even start thinking about what they were then going to be able to do to effectively measure uh, the impact of the interventions that they were funding. Um, Many of the interventions people were funding weren't really measuring the impact at all. They just knew that it was a good thing to do, so we're going to do it. Um, while they matured, their their data and analytics to be able to more effectively measure the impact of those programs, like many health plans and and health systems have, have really started doing more of in the last six to eight months. Um, and so I think the, our questions are, how do we try to get ahead of those things so that um, as, a, as a smaller, uh, but fast, very fast growing startup, we can be more nimble. And so we need to be ahead uh, ahead of those trends consistently.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that amazing answer. Scaling a business, you know, can definitely be a bit difficult, but it, uh, good to know that it sounds like you have a plan and you know exactly what to focus on, which is wonderful. And before I let you go, Mac, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, what will the most effective healthcare leaders need in order to be successful in the next two to three years or so? Yeah,
2: I, I think this is probably an answer that others I think feel as well, and it's it's everyone has examples where um, either as a member um, or you, either as yourself trying to go through the health system, or you have a family member or a friend that is receiving healthcare and they fall in a gap, right? And sometimes it's a gap on a prior authorization. Sometimes it's a gap on uh, like a dropped handoff between a specialist and a primary care physician. And a lot of that is centered around kind of those traditional roles, responsibilities, systems. Um, And I think the thing I'm most excited about and what people need to focus on, at least in my perspective to be successful is, to create a, a broader perspective of accountability and empower your teams to, to make the right decisions. Um, I think it at Belong and some of the things that uh, we're doing with our teams is we're taking budget um, out of the decision making as much as possible in order to do what's right. Um, I think everyone's got some conditions there, but we shouldn't be focused about budget first, we should be focused on saying what's the right thing to do for our members. And then hey, can we figure out how to do this the right way. And that falls very much into the I like the, what what I would put in as the second principle to to accomplishing that which is the will, having the willingness to say yes, before no, and very significantly in healthcare, we we are in a highly regulated business people very frequently will come up with reasons we can't do things before we we come up with reasons that that we can so being able to say you know what like this is a value like it's a valuable exercise and an ideal thing to try to figure out now let's try to figure out the best way to do it and then make the decision if we're going to move that way or not um, and i think the third thing is creating environments where um, everyone has the ability to ask questions, and where people's opinions are heard. Um, healthy. Con- I, I had a, a boss, and a, and a prior, li- actually, a, two prior lives. One at Epic, and one at a startup called Roadmap, where um, the idea of healthy conflict was, was strongly encouraged until, until decisions were made. And so, what that really enabled is for everyone to in an open setting to debate what the best answer was going to be, and for people to come to the, con- come to the same conclusion through um, oftentimes some consensus about what that is, um, rather than the leader coming up with the idea, good ideas can come from all places, and so the cultures, people's cultures need uh, to support that
1: wonderful answer. Thank you so much for those final thoughts, Mac. This has been an amazing discussion. I want to thank you again for coming on Becker's Healthcare. We really do appreciate it. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
2: Can't wait. Thanks a lot for, for the time today.
1: Thank you.
0: It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks,